Hi. Today I like to speak about shadows and how our own shadows are affecting our own spiritual evolution. Now I like to separate shadows into two into two groups. Ones are shadows that constantly Uh, make us react to different situations and these are shadows that uh, will interfere on uh, our spiritual path when we try to ground ourselves in silence in daily living so we go we meditate and we connect to stillness and then we go to life to daily living and we so-called lose it and this happens to many many people This is a very familiar um, question in, in, uh, in, in meditation classes in satsang. Why do I lose? Why when I meditate everything is great and when I go out to the world, to life, I lose it? And you only lose it because you're reacting and you identify with your reaction, meaning you have a shadow. You have a shadow, uh, a certain uh, experience that you had in the, your past, in, in your past when you're younger, that you shoved it into the shadow. You couldn't deal with it. And now it's still running you. Yeah, it's like uh, you kind of fooled yourself. You shoved it to the, to the, into the shadow. You're you so-called not aware of it, but it's still running you. So the more shadows you have, the more reactions you have, and the less authentic you are in life. Because you're constantly moving from one person to the other. You are few, many, many people on the same day, reacting again and again, as if you're possessed by different entities you know, that are causing you to react. So this is um, basically when your shadows are limiting you in daily living to find out that your authentic self in daily living. But there's another group of shadows, another way how they're affecting you. And this is your interpretation of your spiritual path, how you relate to your spiritual path. How you translate your spiritual path how do you how you perceive your spiritual path because your your translation of your spiritual path your interpretation of it your relationship to it comes from your from, from your intelligence and your intelligence is affected by your shadows it's your whole psychological makeup that is affected by your shadows And if you, let's say, have a shadow, you're sitting in front of the teacher, and you have a shadow of law inferiority, yeah? you, 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 you feel very inferior. You feel very inferior, and you couldn't really contain the, uh, the beauty and wisdom that you are. You shoved it into the shadow because of your law inferiority uh, complex. That when you sit in front of the teacher, you look at him as if he's a, he's a, 
is a god and only only he deserves to be wise and, and free and, and 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 embrace beauty and you are this little uh, nobody that doesn't deserve anything and therefore you you your relationship with the teacher is not a healthy relationship you give him all your power you it's not a surrender to truth it's a it's a It's called it's, it's a it's a projection that comes out of the shadow space on the other hand um, you could be a, 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 a have a shadow that you should push the side of of abuse you're abused by your father and therefore you you, you hook up to a teacher who's abusive and Yeah, this is uh, sometimes we wonder how come there are abusive teachers that have so many followers well, why, why do they put up with it well there you go it's some kind of a projection otherwise uh, a sane person won't uh, agree to be abused by a, by a teacher or you can be a woman with uh, who didn't get attention from her father and she has a father projection on on the teacher yeah so Here's an example of how our shadows affecting our relationship with, with our teacher. So if you if your relationship with your teacher is not accurate, yeah if it's a, a projection, you won't really evolve properly. you will not grow because it has to be to, to evolve the relationship with the teacher it has to be really accurate. You know? it has to be very very sober. Very, very sane, very accurate. Now, you could be interpreting your spiritual path, your development from a, uh, from a space of a shadow. Meaning, let's say uh, you feel very, very inferior. You feel very, very small. You feel very, very non-deserving. Yeah? And you're actually... experiencing you're actually connecting to an awakened state but you're gonna interpret it as a not as nothing just as a, some silence or a fleeting experience you'll shove it aside because somewhere within yourself there's a you feel that you don't deserve yeah. on the other hand you You could experience another reaction to the same shadow you could experience uh, just simple silence but because let's say your father called you uh, useless and, and, and really uh, um, so-called uh, abused you you might interpret the simple space of silence as enlightenment and declare self enlightened basically reacting to the space of um, of um, deep sense of lack and inferiority you finally have an opportunity to be somebody to to be noticeable to be appreciated so I just want to show you how shadows can uh, really affect our our spiritual evolution and this should really be a part of our of our growth you know right from the start um, it's kind of 
I don't know why most teachers don't speak about shadow work and the importance of shadow work. But I mean, if we look around us, it's very obvious. It's very obvious when we see uh, what's going on in the so-called spiritual scene. It's very obvious that shadow work has to be acknowledged and 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 emphasized on its outermost importance. It's as important as realizing who you truly are, because. If you don't integrate it into your work, then you're bound to crash. Even if you wake up, you'll crash afterwards as a teacher. It's not, or you won't evolve as a teacher. Yeah, you cannot, you cannot uh, hide from the shadows. And there's a tendency with spiritual people, like seekers of truth, not to want. There's a tendency not to want to go into their shadows. As if they use um, realization of consciousness as an escape, they think they think that there's a shortcut, yeah. But there isn't a shortcut. Your shadows will haunt you down if you don't take care of them. They'll create a mess out of your life, and not out of your only out of your life, out of your so-called spiritual. Uh, growth I mean you, you, you won't grow accurately you'll never reach wholeness at a certain stage you're gonna have to take care of your shadows and it's better that you do it from the start it should be completely integrated right from the start because from the moment you sit in satsang in front of the teacher you have to be aware you have to be sincere and this is where sincerity comes you have to be sincere of your interaction with the teacher, yeah? Because the relationship with the teacher has to be very accurate in order for you to grow. And when you leave the meditation hall, to be very sincere, to see where you're reacting, where you're losing your silence, yeah? and how you're interpreting your, your discoveries of, of, um, of silence. Are you really cherishing them and giving them the value they deserve or you're brushing them off because you feel non-deserving and you're still chasing something in the horizon? Yeah. Or you experience a moment of silence and your spiritual ego already jumps on it and you declare yourself enlightened. So, it's um, very, very important. Shadow work is very very important extremely important because as we're as we're growing up there are many many incidents in our lives that we had to push aside that we couldn't deal with so we pushed them aside pushed them aside and then we were, we we are reacting from them without even uh, realizing it, like a automat, like a ro- robotic, like a robot, a robotic behavior that is predictable again and again. And when you are relating to life from a predictable uh, space, from a reaction, then you're not really meeting life in intimacy. 
you don't really you don't really come close to life your reaction your shadow creates a barrier maybe especially when it comes to relationship with people but also when you interpret reality you already know you you come from a space of knowing there's no innocence there Your story, your, 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 your story creates a barrier between you and yourself and life. And when we start to take care of our shadows, when we start to integrate them into our spiritual path, Then the fruits are very, very noticeable, very noticeable. Because if there's a, you, you go out of the meditation hall and you go, let's say, to a business meeting the next day, and a certain situation that made you kind of cramp, yeah, made you afraid, is not doing it anymore. Suddenly you, you're there presence and in silence. Then freedom is really tangible. Then you can, you, you can, your mind cannot uh, be cynical about it. You know, you cannot deny that freedom is something that really exists. Yeah, because life shows it to you. If 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 you are free, then life will show it to you. Because what is freedom? Fra freedom is to, to realize that this whole manifestation is just a dream. It's an illusion. But if you're reacting, it's not a dream anymore. It's, it's real, right? Because you're reacting and you're creating yourself again and again through these reactions. But if you're, you're not reacting, yeah, then life becomes very, very... How would I call it? Um, soft. Like butter. Not difficult, not threatening. Like a, like a dance. Nothing can, nothing can kill you. Nothing can hurt you. Nothing can make you small. Because you are silence and presence itself. And that's it. And nothing more. And everything else were ideas in your head that you reacted from. Ideas from the past that you reacted from. Therefore, it's so important to integrate shadow work on your path to self-realization. So important. Okay. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye.